0: What is your favourite colour? And being a designer or illustrator, is that something you find difficult to answer? Well, choosing colours for your artwork has to rely on much more than just personal preferences. I'm Martin Periniak graphic designer, instructor, and founder of Yes, I'm a Designer. We are teaching creative tools and techniques and provide inspiration to anyone interested in graphic design and illustration. In this episode, we will take a deep dive into color theory, learning about definitions like chroma, value, hue, tint, shade, tone, the meaning behind the most popular colors used in graphic design and visual arts, color harmonies, the 60-30-10 rule, differences in perception of color, and how you can make your designs work for people with color blindness. let's jump straight into learning about definitions first. So you probably heard of hue, saturation and value or brightness. Now these are quite basic things that you most likely know already if you are using any of the Adobe applications. Most applications would show it as a vertical bar but it can also be represented with a 360 degrees color wheel. And that is why normally when we refer to hue it would be 360 numbers which represents the 360 degrees of a full circle. Saturation is a term that you probably again heard of and this is an important one but probably not as important as chroma. Now chroma is a term that we normally use to define the purity of a color so the highest chroma value you can get when you have a color without mixed with anything else so for example red a complete red would be the highest chroma you can get and then once you start introducing different shades to it like white you will end up having different tints of red or if you mix black you would end up having different shades of red and finally if you add grey any type of grey you would end up having different tones of red and when we talk about saturation it's slightly different because it's more of a comparative measure where you would compare the intensity of a color to the most vibrant or highest intensity color which we would normally set as 100%. So if you imagine the color picker in Photoshop as a coordinate system, saturation would be the x-axis and the y-axis would be brightness or value which defines how bright or dark a color is. Now so far it sounds fairly simple but it gets complicated because hue can actually affect and impact the value of a color. So even if you pick only pure colors with their highest chroma you will still have differences in their value. Yellow, for example, is a very bright high value color compared to darker blue is very low in terms of value. So try not to confuse value with tint shade and tone because even without mixing white, black or gray into the pure colors you would still have differences between the values. And that is why it is so important when you are choosing a color theme which colors you pick because you can end up having a low-key or dark composition if you pick darker colors or a vivid and bright composition if you pick brighter or higher value colors. Now as a designer or illustrator the color wheel is also important for you to be able to find color harmonies but most importantly to find complementary colors. These are great color pairs and they work really well together. So the way you can find them is very simple. Where you have let's say yellow, you just go to the opposite side of the color wheel and you will find the complementary color which is purple. Or the same thing for blue, the complementary color will be orange. And for red it's going to be green. So this is already a color harmony but we will learn much more about this and all the other different types of harmonies between colors. Now besides the color wheel we can also categorize colors based on temperature. So it's measured in Kelvin and the lowest values are the warmer tones while higher Kelvin values would be the cooler tones. In the middle we have white which is 5500 Kelvin and sunlight is actually a little bit lower than that, it's 4900 Kelvin. Now this way of categorizing colors is more important for film and photography but still as a designer or illustrator it's good to know that this is just another way of categorizing them. But let's move on and talk a little bit about color spaces. As a designer this is definitely very important for you and most likely you are already familiar with the differences between CMYK and RGB. So these are two color spaces Used for different medium, while RGB is mainly used with devices that need light to represent colors like a projector, a camera, and monitor. CMYK would be used for print. The visible spectrum of colors is actually larger than RGB and CMYK and RGB is also larger than what we can represent with CMYK or cyan, magenta, yellow and black ink. It might be also useful to remember that CMYK is called a subtractive color method where you are starting with white, so that's just simply the color of the paper and then you are subtracting from it until you are getting to black which is the most intense color when it comes to print. On the contrary RGB is an additive color method where you end up having white when you combine or mix all the colors together. Generally what you need to remember is that the colors that you see on your screen are not going to be as vivid and vibrant once they are printed. Once you print an image out it gets a bit desaturated and the colors get slightly washed out. Key and contrast Now, these are two terms that normally you would hear separately but once you start thinking of the two together as a pair that's when it starts to make sense and that's when it will help you creating really striking compositions whether it's photography, illustration or graphic design so both of these terms key and contrast has something to do with the value And contrast, again, you probably are already familiar with, means that you have colors next to each other that are clearly different from each other. The higher the contrast, usually the more striking that difference is. And of course, the highest contrast you can achieve in a composition is pure black next to pure white. Alright, so now that we covered the basics or fundamentals of colors, let's talk about the meaning of color and this is more color psychology so first red is great for grabbing attention it's a very striking color especially when it's combined with black and white and it can carry a lot of meanings from power aggression and strength to lust fertility and in some places the world also prosperity in general when you use red in your composition it can help to make decisions quickly it's almost like a call to action Moving on, we have blue, which is the color of the sky and sea, so naturally it would have a calming effect, but it can also represent trust, pureness, tranquility and stability. It is actually the most used color on the internet and amongst corporations, especially for brands that are related or associated with safety and cleanliness. An interesting fact about blue is that it actually slows our metabolism down. So that is again why we consider it a calming color. And moving on we have green which is associated with nature, growth and balance. It symbolizes harmony, serenity and it can also be used for safety just like blue. Just think about the green man in the traffic lights. It is a color definitely often used by medical and eco brands. Moving on we have yellow which is the color of sunshine and it usually represents joy, happiness and energy. Now remember when we talked about value amongst all the different hues and yellow is one of the highest value color. So there is definitely a connection there why we would normally associate it with energy. Generally when we look at yellow color it evokes pleasant and friendly feelings and it's often used in the entertainment industry and for toys however that can also mean that sometimes it can feel a little bit childish next let's take a look at purple now this is usually associated with royalty, luxury, nobility and ambition so it is ideal for luxury brands and high-end goods and services It's worth remembering that purple is the least light color by men but it is actually in the top three favorite color for women. And last but not least let's take a look at orange. Now this is the color of communication and optimism. It combines the energy of red and the happiness of yellow and it usually can give the sensation of heat and can be associated with summer. To summarize, the meanings of colors are not like an exact science compared to the previous things that we talked about. It's more personal and colors can have different effects on different people and cultural difference, again, can really impact the perception of color. Now, I mentioned earlier color harmonies and this is the next section which I would like to focus on. Starting with the most easiest one to understand, complementary colors. Now, these are the two colors on the opposite sides of the color wheel. When using this color harmony in your composition you can achieve a very striking result and you will have the highest contrast between the colors. Now moving on we have our next harmony called split complementary which is similar to complementary with the difference that here we have a base color and then on the opposite side of the color wheel we actually have two adjacent colors used within the palette. This palette is still energetic even if it's not as striking as the complementary harmony but it can be a really fun palette to work with. Moving on, we have Triad, which can be a little bit more trickier than the previous two. Here again, the best practice is to choose a base color and then the other two should be more like a supplementary color. So you shouldn't use the three colors equally, instead have a good balance between them. One of my favorite color harmonies has to be analogous colors which are perfect for setting a certain atmosphere, again relying on the meanings of colors that we described earlier. In this palette you would pick colors adjacent to each other on the color wheel and in this case to create contrast you would mainly rely on value, tones and shades. Last but not least we have tetradic color palette where we have four colors on a rectangle within the color wheel. Essentially these four colors can be divided into two complementary pairs. This is again a little bit more complex and not as easy to pull as the other ones that we've seen so far. However when used cleverly and with a good balance between the selected colors it can again result in great compositions. Now you can actually even have color harmonies without pairing different hues with each other. So you could end up having a monochromatic color palette when you are using a single hue and you are just combining different shades, tones and tints. And then we talk about achromatic colors that's when you purely rely on different shades of gray so a color palette should never be a restriction of what your work is going to look like it's more about emphasizing a certain mood or atmosphere and once you learn how to work with them it's going to really show and help to make your work look more professional. Since we are talking about harmonies, I wanted to also mention the 60-30-10 rule which is mainly used in interior design, however it can also be applied to graphic design and illustration and it is known to be a great way to balance out the proportions between your selected colors. And normally the way you would work with this is that you would pick your base color which is going to make up roughly 60% of the composition. These colors should usually be a high chroma value or pure color followed by a supplementary color which is the 30% within the composition and finally the 10% would be your accent color which would really stand out and normally would be a complementary color to your base color. Now, we talked a lot about the perception of color already, but I wanted to make sure you understand that it's not just the meanings that we associate to colors that are important, but also the demographic of your target audience. Colors can be perceived differently by genders and also the different age groups, not to mention people from different parts of the world. Good examples are red and white, which have completely different meanings in the western and eastern part of the world. And last but not least let's talk a little bit about colorblindness which is again very important for you as a graphic designer to understand because this can really impact and affect the way you work. Colorblindness is a decreased ability to see colors or the difference between colors and it is much more common amongst men than women And again, this is a much more complex topic, and I don't want to standardize or generalize, but usually females are much better at differentiating colors than men. Once again, this has a lot to do with genetics. And whenever you create designs, make sure that the compositions you create won't use color pairs that are hard or impossible to see with these type of decreased vision abilities especially for typography, this is important, because using color pairs next to each other that are hard to differentiate will affect legibility. I hope you found this episode of the Yes, I'm a Designer podcast useful and will motivate you to keep on learning whatever you decide to master. Subscribe to our newsletter if you want to be notified about our latest projects and receive weekly doses of inspiration and insight into the creative industry. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube and watch our weekly videos released every Monday. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and Pinterest. Don't forget to send us an email to info at yesimadesigner.com if you have anything to share or say about this episode or if you want to propose future topics for us to cover in this podcast. If you want to start learning from us, we recommend to join our Pro Membership, which will give you access to all of our courses and a lot of premium features, like getting personalized reviews of your submitted designs. You can find links in the description to all of our platforms and everything else related to the things we talked about in this show. Thanks a lot for listening and have fun learning!